When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Or today on C103. Text or WhatsApp Patricia with your comment. 086 103. And we're off to the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group, where resident vet Jane Pickett is. Uh, good afternoon to you, Jane. Hi there. Uh, you're very welcome. OK, straight in with questions. Martin in Mitchellstown has been, been on. He has a lamb with a sore leg. He can't spot anything that's very obviously wrong with the leg. Is there anything he could rub into the leg to help the lamb? A lamb, a lamb with a sore leg. There's a number of things that could be going on here. It could just be a little bit of a hurt, let's say, if we were out and about rough and tumble and there might be a bit of a strain or a sprain, but something I'd always be worried about, particularly in in, in, in young animals um, is whether there be any kind of joint infection. Um, so that can be a little bit more serious and, re- and require quite intensive treatment to get it right. Without seeing the animal, it would actually be very difficult to to say. However, what I'd say is it does sound like if it's quite significantly lame and it's been going on for, let's say, more than a day or two, I definitely advise you you get a vet to take a look. Um, it could be something simple and require just some minimal treatment and rest, or, or as I say, it could be a more sinister infection that would require quite quite aggressive treatment. So I think it's best to get your vet involved at this juncture just to suss it out and see what's best to, to get that lamb's leg right. Okay, Mary, Mary in Skibbereen, sorry, my apologies, Mary, has a 13-year-old dog who has developed a dry cough. Now she said in this call, she said, I gave him tablets, so I'm assuming she was at the vet, it was the vet gave tablets but they haven't worked is there anything else that can be tried for a dry cough in a 13 year old dog okay so we have a bit of an older patient here um dry hacking coughs can can be a number of things so sometimes it can be let's say an infection like a, a kennel cough um it's very similar to like the flu in humans um so a bacteria or a virus that just causes a, a bit of a, a kind of a respiratory illness and a, and a hacking cough Sometimes it can be if there's any irritation of the windpipe. So as, as dogs and, and particularly small dogs um, get a little bit older, we can see that they have some changes in the, the supporting rings of their windpipe, which means that their windpipe is a little bit more irritable than usual. So sometimes if there's any change, let's say in the weather or a slight irritation of the windpipe, it can really set off this quite kind of 
distinctive hacking cough, a uh, dry kind of cough. And, and there's medications that we can sometimes give once we've ruled out any cause of infection that can settle down that irritation. Sometimes it can be something a little bit more sinister, like involvement of heart disease. If there's an enlargement of the heart, it can sometimes press on the windpipe inside the chest. But generally, that gives us a, a kind of a softer cough. I think there's a number of things that could be going on and it sounds like you've attended your vet for some treatment initially so well done for for taking that step however i suggest at this juncture going back well without knowing let's say what tablets they were and what treatment we were aiming at what the kind of working diagnosis was it'd be very difficult for me to say and, and frankly without without examining the pest it'd be impossible for me to say what the best course of action is so i'd pop back to your own vet let them know that things haven't quite worked out with the course of treatment that we had initially. Sometimes things are simple to solve. Sometimes they can be a little bit more challenging. So trust your vet. Let them know what's happened. They'll re-examine the animal and I'm sure they'll be able to help. Take, take a different course of treatment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hi, could you ask Jane, please? I have a 13-year-old terrier with a cough. Got him scanned, etc. He has a fibrotic tissue in his lungs and he was also diagnosed with an enlarged heart. He was he got an injection and then he was on lots of antibiotics, all to no avail. It's, it's very harrowing and difficult to listen to him. Is there any other treatment that could be suggested? Wow. Mm, this is a really tough situation. I think you've done really well getting kind of a good good kind of treatment from your vet, good diagnostic workup. It does sound like there's a number of issues going on here. Um, you say that there's kind of fibrosis in the lungs, which is kind of a hardening of the lungs, essentially. And they're not as flexible as they would be usually with fibrosis. And an enlargement of the heart would suggest that there is some degree of heart disease from what you're, what you're saying there about the diagnostics. Both of those things can cause a cough in one way or another, either the lungs being changed either through age or through disease. And again, let's say enlargement of the heart inside the chest can actually cause a cough if if it's pressing on the windpipe as it gets a little bit bigger. I know it's really, really frustrating and you don't like to see them, let's say, in pain or or suffering or uncomfortable. So I think very much like our previous listener, if, if things haven't settled and if things aren't working, Return to your vet and let them know. I think as a vet, particularly when we're managing, let's say, not so straightforward disease, it absolutely breaks our heart when we see some, some let's say, cases fall off the radar. A lot of the time, our job as vet is, is trying to convey that things may not be simple and it may not be, a let's say, a silver bullet, a quick fix. Sometimes we have to work through a process of kind of initial treatment and further diagnostics to, to really nail down what the problem is, depending on how complex it is. So I'd say trust your vet, go back and let them know what's happened, let them know the response or the lack of response. And they'll be able to guide you again as to whether more diagnosis is required or alternative treatment. But as I, as, as with the last one, it doesn't sound like, let's say, a super simple, straightforward case. So trust your vet. Okay, and there will be just a, that treatment didn't work. Hopefully, there will be one that will work because yeah. it is hard to watch, especially yeah. a thirteen-year-old much-loved dog. And it seems to be all older dogs today because somebody else has a thirteen-year-old terrier and wants to know: uh, Could you ask Jane what would cause bad breath in a thirteen-year-old terrier that obviously wasn't uh, there before? So this is something new. Okay, bad breath in a thirteen-year-old terrier. If I was a betting woman, I'd say I'd be. A fairly safe bet in saying that it's dental disease. So, a 
as we get a little bit older, if you imagine if you if you and I kind of didn't brush our teeth for yeah. thirteen years, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the stage our teeth would be in, they'd probably be covered in tartar, they'd be a bit smelly, we might have some dental disease under the surface and that all causes a big smell. Now what I would say is some dogs are really, really lucky. They obviously don't brush their teeth themselves unless their owners do it for them and and they seem to magically emerge 10 years later with, with fabulously clean teeth. And a lot of that's dependent on diet, but also the conformation or the shape of their mouth. The vast majority of dogs will need a helping hand with their with their dental health, whether that be a dental diet or toothbrushing to keep things ticking over. Dental disease is really, really common. As vets, we estimate that about 70 to 80% of our patients have dental disease. And that may be as simple as having tartar on the surface, so kind of a gungy calcified substance on the surface of the teeth. But the problem is that when that's there, it's a beautiful environment for bacteria to live in. And it also damages, the, let's say, the ligaments and the underlying structures in the tooth. So we always say that teeth are like an iceberg. If they're bad on the, on the top, they're worse on the bottom. And that's the bit we can't see. A lot of the time, that will be the bit that's smelling. So it may be that there's an infection going on. It may be that there's dental disease below the surface of the tooth. Or it may just be that there's a whacking amount of tartar on those teeth that's causing a really, really bad smell. What I would say is definitely go to your vet. A smell is, is an indicator, certainly, that there sounds like there's a, a problem within the mouth. And as I say, it's probably dental disease. Very rarely we can have problems with, let's say, acidity in the stomach and regurgitation of, of stomach contents that can cause a smell. But that, that's really rare in comparison. Is your vet, get them to do a dental assessment. They'll have a good look at things whilst your animal is, is awake, but the likelihood is they may well need to get your pet in for a general anaesthetic to do a, a dental scale and polish and, and possibly even some further kind of let's say extractions or or work up on the teeth to, to see where the problem and the smell is coming from. It'd be quite uncomfortable for the dog to be suffering it can with be. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like thinking about ourselves with toothache. You might be a little bit grumpy. And let's say you might be uh, as keen to go out and do what you'd normally do if you have toothache. You'd be sore when you're eating. And I think a lot of the time people expect, and I know it's, it's certainly very difficult for us to interpret how our, our dogs and cats are feeling a lot of the time. They're really, really stoic animals. They they really put up with a lot of pain and discomfort before they let on because that's kind of how they're they're primitively hardwired. They're not meant to show any signs of weakness. Um, because once upon a time, if you were in the wild and you showed signs of weakness, you'd, you'd get eaten. You were gone, yeah. So they're really, yeah, they, they're really hardwired to kind of repress those those signs and, and symptoms of pain. So generally with dental disease, we just see them being a little bit quieter, sometimes a little bit grumpier, maybe having a little bit more peakiness with their okay. food than usual. All right, definitely, yeah. definitely a trip to the vet to, to act as the dentist. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll leave it there. Thanks for that, Jane. Have a good week. We'll chat again next week. Jane Pickett from the Island Wood uh, Veterinary Hospital. That's Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.